1: Hey everybody, it's Richie, and before we start this episode of the show, we of course want to tell you about our friends at DraftKings, that's DraftKings.com, or the DraftKings app, McGregor Poirier 3, UFC 264, it's coming up, every punch, kick, and knockout, means so much more with DraftKings on the line, because DraftKings is the official Daily Fantasy partner of the UFC, and UFC is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. All you got to do is pick six fighters, standard salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. That's right, DraftKings. Promo code THPN. It's the rubber match, and you got to get on the action now. Download the app. Use that promo code THPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. In
0: a world where social media is king, and everyone is an expert in everything. Get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie
1: Flores. Welcome back in, Sporty Nation. Another special episode of the show today in case you're wondering, hey, how come we didn't hear Corey's voice yet? Well, that's because she is off today. Because it is my pleasure to wish Corey a very happy, happy birthday, July 5th. So, happy birthday, Corey. You're, you are my best friend. You know I love you. I couldn't wish for anybody else to do this show with on a weekly basis. and uh, And I can't wait to hang again soon and celebrate your birthday again with you and I hope you're having fun while you're up north and out of town this week and um can't wait to get you back on the show and uh and while you're gone here I do want to take a second because we haven't really talked about it much here on the show but um because it is Cory's birthday I have to I do have to mention this like it really does mean a lot to me that um I'm able to be a bride's man at her wedding next year I think that's the coolest thing ever, and I can't wait to be part of your big day, Corey. So, once again, happy birthday. Can't wait to have you back on the show here very, very soon. But you can send Corey your birthday wishes, everybody, at, at Corey Nicole with two E's on Twitter, or at Corey underscore Richie Show. That's the show's Twitter account. So, wish happy birthday to Corey this week, everybody. And um, and I'm missing her today on the show, but again, happy birthday, To uh, my best friend and my co host, and uh, we'll talk to you again this week, Corey. But some news this week, of course, to talk about here on the show. Two things, in fact, that I wanted to touch on here um, on this episode of of Sporty. And that's, of course, the hiring of Andre Torini. Now, we talked about it a little bit on our last show. Since then, we were able to hear from Andre. During his introductory press conference, he had a lot of interesting stuff to say. We'll have some audio from that press conference to play coming up in just a little bit. And as a little teaser, I loved what I heard. I thought he was really engaging, really interesting. I loved what he had to say about his leadership style. And I'm really fascinated to see what he's going to bring to this team, to this organization. How his relationship meshes with general manager Bill Armstrong and I'm excited to get to talk to him on a more frequent basis as we get closer to the regular season. Because I think he is – I love Rick Talk and how open and honest he was with us in the media and, and how blunt he was at times. And I think Andre Turini can do the same thing. I think he's going to be really great to work with here over the next few seasons as head coach to the Coyotes. So we'll dive into that a little bit. And I also want to get into here off the top of the show, though – I do want to spend a couple more minutes talking about the Phoenix Suns. It's the hottest story in the Valley, folks, right? Rally of the Valley, that's all everybody's talking about. I talk to people at Sprouts all the time about it because they're wearing their Suns gear. And it's just so much fun to talk about the Phoenix Suns out in the open again. Because for 10 years, for over a decade it was really hard for us to talk about the Phoenix Suns, right? On the Freaks, it was always bad news that we were talking about, right? The only good news we really had was when they drafted DeAndre number one overall. And other than that, there wasn't a whole lot of good to talk about, and it was almost like taboo to talk about the Phoenix Suns in this town for a long time. But now, again, back in the NBA Finals for the first time in nearly 30 years, and as I record this on on Saturday, July 3rd, Again, happy 4th of July, everybody. Hope your 4th of July was in- incredibly great and it was fun and you got to spend it with your family and outdoors and grilling and whatnot. But as I'm recording on July 3rd, the Bucks just clinched the Eastern Conference Championship. So they're going to the NBA Finals for the first time since 1974, I believe. And it's been now 50 years since they won their first title back in 1971. So this is the coin flip series, everybody. That's right. Longtime Suns fans, you know the story. The Bucks, the Suns, they became members of the NBA in the same expansion season in 1968. And at the time, what they decided to do to figure out who had the number one overall pick that year and the rights to draft one who went on to be one of the greatest players of all time, Lou Alcindor at the time, of course now known as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, there was a coin flip, the Suns lost that coin flip, and they lost out on the chance to draft Kareem. And the Bucks ended up getting him, and they ended up winning an NBA title several years later before Kareem moved on, obviously to a long illustrious career with other teams, including the, the Los Angeles Lakers. So that's like the backdrop for this series, right? And I think it's going to be an exciting series, because you want to flash back to the regular season games between these two teams over the last two seasons. I feel like Every single game has been close. It's come down to the final few minutes of the game, right? Remember, go back to even last season where if I'm not mistaken, the Suns went on the road. They weren't playing well that that well. The Bucks were one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. And the Suns went on the road and they beat the Milwaukee Bucks on the road at the time, even though the Suns were struggling and were still trying to find their way under Monty Williams at the time. And the Suns beat them then. They beat Giannis. They beat the big time Bucks on their home court. And this so over the course of the last few seasons, we've seen how good of a matchup this is gonna be. It's gonna be high scoring, it's gonna be close. I have a feeling this series is gonna go seven games, and I think it very well could go seven games with or without Giannis, because we saw in the last few games of the Bucks and Hawks Eastern Conference Final, that even without Giannis in the lineup, the Bucs are a deep team. They're a good team. Chris Middleton is a great player, and we know how dangerous Brooke Lopez can be inside and out, right? They have some good players on that roster, and they're a deep team, just like the Suns. And it's going to be a long series, and I cannot wait for it to tip off here on Tuesday. That game, of course, games one and two from Suns Arena. And if I, if I had to pick right now, I'd pick the Phoenix Suns to win their first ever NBA championship as they take on the Milwaukee Bucks, and I would take them in seven games, and it's going to be a heck of a series, man. I can't wait to see it. Suns are going to be a little bit rested, which I think is a big deal coming off of that aggressive, tough Clippers roster that kind of beat the Suns to a pulp over the course of six games. (laughs) Devin Booker playing with a broken nose, for goodness sake, for a few games there, so... Gonna be an exciting series. Good luck to the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals. I hope you're watching. I know I will be. This town is about ready to pop. We deserve something good to happen, and I think the Phoenix Suns could bring it to us. So, back on Thursday, we got the chance to hear from Andre Torini after he was named the newest head coach of the Arizona Coyotes. Him and Bill Armstrong had their introductory press conference. I was there. I was at Heer River Arena, and I gotta tell you. I haven't been to the rink in well over a year, right? So I wasn't able to attend. I decided not to attend any home games last year because I wanted to, to stay home. I was like, it wasn't worth it. So I just watched the games from home and, and popped on the Zoom press conferences this season. And so that was my first time back at Healy River Arena in well over a year. It was cool seeing some of the people I haven't seen in a while. You know, Craig Morgan from AZ Coyotes Insider. It's good to see Alice Kinkoff from ArizonaCoyotes.com again. Jose Romero from The Republic, Richard Science from Fox 10, and of course um, Rich and Greg with the Coyotes PR staff. It was good to see them again too. And and here's my my biggest takeaways from the Andre Torini press conference. In my opinion, and I tweeted this out. I got a lot of really good run. I really enjoyed hearing how Andre Torini talked about his ideas for how he would go about, you know, leading this team. His leadership qualities, how he sees coaching players on and off the ice, and how he saw relating to players. Not just as players, but as human beings too. And the way he described it and the way he talked about it was fascinating to me. And it's something that we don't really hear often from a lot of head coaches. But the way Andre broke it down was just absolutely fascinating. And I want to play a couple sound bites from this press conference so you can get an idea of how Andre Torini is going to go about coaching this roster. And I want to start with one of the better quotes from the press conference here where he's kind of talking about, again, what I mentioned, which is separating the player on the ice and separating him from the human being and the person that they are. Here's Andre and when he had to say from the press conference there on Thursday.
0: You are who you are, uh, I, in, in terms of my personality I think I, I'm a really social Guys, I try to uh, get in relationship with all my players, I try to understand all of them and it was the same in junior, it was the same with the national team, it was the same with the men, uh, the, the world championship, uh, I value a human being, I think, I always say, there's a human and there's the player, can be really mad at the player. Five minutes later, I see him in the hallway. Can I five him? That's not a problem. I'm not mad at the person, I'm mad at the player. So you need to make the difference between, and the player understand that. With the time, they understand, I care about them as a person. The player has a job to do, and there's no there's no gray area. It will be black and white, and it will be relentless, and we'll hold them accountable. But that doesn't mean we don't like the person or whatever. I can tell you right away. At the camp will have to cut guys, it will break our heart. Because we don't want to cut the person. But the hockey player is a business decision and we're here for business. And that's the way it is. But that doesn't mean we don't care about the person.
1: When was the last time you heard a head coach of a professional team talk about the things you heard Andre talk about right there in that clip? Right? You just don't hear it from very many head coaches talking about just that right there fascinating stuff in my opinion i i when i heard that i was like damn that's really interesting and you know what it reminded me a little bit of i talked about this on our last episode too but it brought to mind this again hearing andre Turini speak on on his leadership and, and uh, during this press conference and it reminded me a little bit of what Monty Williams brings to the Phoenix Suns, right? What was it that Monty Williams brought to the Phoenix Suns? It was that leadership quality. It's almost like a father figure in terms of the relationship between Monty Williams and his players. Because what does Monty Williams say all the time? And, and he said this so many times throughout this season. He always says, I'm not calling a player out I'm calling a player up. And I almost feel like that's kind of what Andre Torini was getting at a lot of the times in some of his answers to these questions. And man, oh man, if if the Coyotes got their version of Monte Williams with Andre Torini, they are going to be in for success, I think, really quickly. It's going to take a few years, right? I, I don't see this team turning it around in a year or two. It's going to take a little bit of time. But just like the Phoenix Suns did, right? They really didn't turn the corner until they got into that bubble. And then something clicked. And once they figured out, like, oh, we know how to win now, things started to click. And so with the Young Coyotes roster that's going to be kind of rebuilt over the next couple seasons, they're going to have to learn how to win. And I think Andre Torini is the perfect head coach to go through that process, right? And I thought Bill Armstrong brought up something in the press conference too that I thought was really interesting. Relating to that same idea of re- using the head coach and relating to players and a roster and a coach that is learning how to win, and Bill Armstrong brought up the fact that when he was scouting Andre Torini's teams all the time, and every time he would go back throughout a, a season, he would see Andre Torini's teams get better and better and better throughout the season. So, what does that tell us? And Bill Armstrong essentially said this. He said that, what does that show you? It shows that Andre Tourney's coaching is working and he's able to adjust on the fly. He's able to get the best out of his group of players and he's able to make them better throughout the season. And that's something that I feel like under Rick Talkett's Coyotes, we didn't really see that. We saw a team that was so inconsistent up and down throughout the regular season and they just never were able to find a way to peak at the right times, right? Go back two seasons ago when they were in a playoff spot with less than 10 games to go and they just couldn't figure out a way to win in several big games against teams of lesser competition, right? They lost to the Kings. They went on the road on the East Coast. They lost a couple of games to non-playoff teams. And that's something that Andre Turini, I feel like, has the right coaching style to fit a team that is going to be able to find its Footing later on in the season and get better and better, and so again, I, I just kind of have that that Monty Williams feeling with Andre Torini. Another example of that was when he was talking about having again relating to players, and he was essentially saying like, listen. I have a certain set of rules. I'm gonna treat every single player exactly the same way. Here's Andre Turini again.
0: I think, for me, you cannot, you cannot, I always say, rules has no feeling. When you start to put feelings in the rule, ah, okay, yeah, he has a, he had a flat tire this morning, that's why he's late. okay, no, 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 no. You're You're late or you're no late? There, there, there's no no feeling. If you start to put feeling now you create two set of rules you create gray zone, you you create a situation where, okay, why my excuse was not as good as his excuse. No, you need a genius to deal with that, and I'm not a genius. so (laughs) It's black and white. Rules has no feeling, and that's one set of rules, and the same thing on the ice. Uh, We expect uh, every player to play in our DNA. It's it's different. You can have Martin St-Louis play physical and play hard, but he will do it differently than chain dome it, it, there's two different players but both of them has to be heavy on park. has to win their battles That's, so if you kind of start to say yeah but Martin said we did not win his battle because he's not big well okay now where's the line there's no two set of two set of rules there's there's a way we want to do it we need to use common sense in where we put the line but when the line is there there's no feeling with that there's no two set of rules there's
1: And, you know, continuing that theme of relating to players, Andre Torini was asked about this particular set of players and this roster. And he essentially said he's not looking back. He's not worried about what this roster was under Rick Tockett. It's a fresh start for a lot of the players on this roster, according to Andre Torini.
0: Oh, it's a good question. But uh, I want to see, I want the player to see that as a fresh start. So I don't want to hold them accountable of what what happened in the past. I think uh, at some point in life, when you have a chance to have a fresh start and to prove yourself, now you control your destiny, and that's what the, I want from the player. I want the player to know not about what they what they did in the past, or how they what was their witness in the past, or whatever. I want them to to arrive here with the philosophy of can prove myself. It's a new new coach, new area, new new culture, and I want to prove myself. Some guys will have a chance to improve their situation. Some guys will have the opportunity to, to hold their ground and keep the, the status and the the, the the level they have. But at the same time, a uh, big thing for me it's holding player accountable and it's bringing a lot of passion, a lot of energy on a daily base. And every player will have a chance. We'll have a chance to build a relationship with with, with us, the coaches, with the organization, and we'll have a, ch- a chance to prove what they have them and what
1: again you're starting to pick up a theme here with Andre Torini right and that theme is just all good things as far as I'm concerned. and it's something that this team needs which is a true new leadership direction. I feel like Andre Torini and Bill Armstrong are now all in in the same direction on the same page with the same goals and expectations of a roster. And on the players on this roster. And they're all going to want the players to buy into that. It's very similar to Rick talking And that's what Rick Talk was good at too. Which is a lot of times when his players were playing well. He got everybody to buy in. And I feel like Andre Torini is going to be able to do the same thing. With this young set of players. And they're going to be able to develop over a certain amount of time. So, one more few. couple more things I want to talk about before I get out of here. And that is. This is a question I asked at the press conference and I was interested to know, which is because a lot of times, and Bill Armstrong mentioned this in his introductory press conference, was like he had some people telling him to not take the job here, right? Because we all know the headlines. We've been over it on this show that from the national perspective, the Coyotes are kind of looked down on. There's a lot of negative press around the team, right? We have that athletic article that came out dealing with a lot of the financial strains on the team and, and what was happening behind the scenes of this team and and Andre Torini saw that and still decided to make Arizona his new home. So here's what Andre Torini had to say when I asked him what was it about what you heard during the interview process that made you want to sign the dotted line?
0: That's a really good question. Uh, first uh at the start, I, I did not know much about uh, the ownership group here and the management. And having the chance to be with the Donor at the, the World Championship, ask a lot of questions, trick Donor a little bit because uh, Donor did not know Bill called me. So I asked a lot of questions <laughs> at Donor. And Donor had so much thing, good thing to say about the ownership group. And his, his passion for the valley and the people here in Arizona was unbelievable. So I could see the passion in, in, in the Donor and how much she... He loves the, the Yotes, and he talked to me about the, the ownership, the first class, uh, Morello family, Javier, and all, all those people. So I kind of uh, start to love the Yotes through his eyes, and when I had the chance to meet those people, they were they're second to none, they are first class. So, uh, And the same when I asked the player who were the World Championship, they had a lot of good things to say about about uh, the Yotes. So got me.
1: And I actually followed up that first question asking about, he finished that answer talking about some of the players on the World Championships roster. So I followed it up and I asked Andre Torini, you know, what was his relationship like with some of the players on the World Championship roster that, oh, he's now going to coach as part of the Arizona Coyotes?
0: The moment I had the interview, I stopped because I did not want to put them in a position. If uh, if I had the job, I did not want them to think... uh, Yeah, I was playing in their back, so. But I I asked questions prior to my interview, and uh, uh, three of them are really good guys. You know, Camps is always smiling, brings a lot of energy. Hiller is a he's a worker. He he battled for us as as a as a backup goalie. You know, it's not always easy, but smile every day on the ice, every day do his work. And Bunty is an energy bunny. He went on and off (laughs) the ice. He he was really fun to be around. Yeah, like that kind of a personality that kind of a player so bunty was it uh, was a lot of fun as well to be to be with so i was in charge of the the defenseman and the, the penalty killing so i was not in close relationship with bunty uh, he was around i uh, like to chirp we were chirping each other but uh, not uh, not really uh uh in term of being uh, in charge of his ice time or whatever but uh,
1: so there you go. You've heard a lot from Andre Torini here on the in the 30 minutes of this show. And I I, I hope you're as impressed with him as I am. Because like I said, you know, it's easy to win press conferences a lot of times. And it's easy to say all the coach speak in the world and, and talk about, you know, uh, your philosophy in terms of, okay, what do you want to see in terms of a team on the ice? But it's a different thing altogether. To hear Andre Torini talk about again leadership, relating with players, and the qualities he sees in that, and deep diving into some of that stuff, and I was fascinated by that. And I was in—he was funny too, right? He was talking about how he earned his his nickname, the Bear, and how. Uh, <laughs> Eastern Canada knows him from as Andre Torini. Western Canada doesn't really know him by his first and last name, but they know of the bear, right? And and I was I, I, I can't say enough good things about Andre Torini. I was a little skeptical going in, right? But man, I I, I really do think he's the right guy for the job. There's a lot of national people I saw say the same thing that they think they got a good one and I can't wait for the Andre Turini era to begin coming up in the fall. Um, if you want to know more about Andre, Craig Morgan has a couple really great articles out at AZ Coyote's Insider. Um, you can go follow, follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan on Twitter to see all of his work. And he deep dives into Andre Torini a little bit more, speaking with people who knew him uh, from his time in the Q and uh, in the OHL and some scouts. And, and you really get more of a better idea of the type of culture that Andre Torini is gonna bring to the Arizona Coyotes, and that was my biggest takeaway from it. And Building culture is so so important. Look at the Phoenix Suns. Again, I bring up that same thing because now the Suns are the shining star shining star example of what exactly you need to do to build a winning franchise. The Suns were crap for 10 years and they put the right people in place to build that brand new culture and it's working out right they found their GM in James Jones who I was skeptical of the first time he came in I was wondering okay what are they trying to do here you know he's just buddies with Robert Sarver he's gonna be a puppet for Robert Sarver and James Jones has done nothing but exemplary things for this team case in point Tory Craig was their essentially their trade deadline acquisition how good was he Late in that Clippers series. How many big time points did he score off the bench? How good was he defensively? That was a James Jones acquisition. Last season, in the bubble, they bring in this guy who nobody's really heard of, Cameron Payne. He is stuck on this roster and he was so important in the first two games of that Western Conference Finals series without Chris Paul. Having a couple career games, right? That's James Jones. James Jones made the deal to seal the deal. They're bringing another culture guy in Chris Paul. And Chris Paul was one of your MVP candidates all season long in the NBA. And I have a feeling, I don't want to make the direct comparison, but you, I, you can see the parallels starting to line up there. You can see that maybe Bill Armstrong is the Kyrie's James Jones a little bit, right? Maybe Andre Torini can be their Monty Williams. Now all they need is their Chris Paul. And who's that going to be? We do not know quite yet. But it's there. The, it, you can see the string. So I hope you think I'm not crazy comparing the Suns to the Coyotes. But that's my big point here is that it can happen. It can happen quickly if you build the right culture. And Andre Torini, I think, is going to bring in a brand new culture this roster to this team. And it's going to be fun to watch them build together over the next at least three years that Andre Torini's contract will run. So I hope you enjoyed hearing from Andre Torini here. If you didn't get a chance to watch that press conference, played a couple of clips for you here on this episode of the show. Uh, it's all up on YouTube if you want to go watch the whole thing. And and most press conferences pretty boring. I thought this one was really interesting hearing from Andre Torini, I played my favorite clips on the show today, but there was some more good stuff from him in that press conference. So without, with all that said, thanks for listening to the show. Once again, happy birthday, Corey. I will see you soon. I miss you on this episode, but happy birthday. I hope you're enjoying yourself uh, up north, and um, and uh, w- uh, we'll see you again very, very soon. And uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Go Suns. Rally of the Valley, going to be exciting. Hope you enjoy the NBA Finals. We will talk to you again soon, Sporty Nation. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Corey underscore Richie Show. Follow the network at HockeyPodNet. Of course, DraftKings, promo code THPN. And for now, until next time, good night and good hockey, everybody.